What's up, beautiful people, to another episode of There's More to the Story. It's me, Ricky Jones Jr., back again for another Bible reading episode in which we take the time, short period of time, right? Usually within like 10 minutes of reading the Word of God. We are currently reading the Gospel of Luke, chapter 4. We are specifically at verse 23, reading out of the New Living Translation. But at the end of the day, we are reading the Word with commentary, right? ensuring and making sure that we have information, we have an understanding of what is being read, we have commentary of what is being read, but then also with what's being read, we can then go out and do what is being read as we apply the word of God to our everyday lives. And for those that don't know, we have a goal each and every episode, right, this week specifically of having 25 likes on each and every YouTube video. So if you could, if you would, smash that thumbs up button. It costs you nothing, but, uh, you know, it's fun right? It helps other people to receive what you are about to receive and what you have received if you listen to the other episodes, other shows, and uh, click that subscribe button too. It, it helps. It helps me, right? It's a free way to join in with what is taking place and to say, Ricky, I love your work. I love what you're doing. I love what God is doing through you, right? It's not me. It is God. He gets all the glory, honor, and praise, and uh, we can just tap in and tune in together, okay? We're going to keep building the community of believers in the faith. So, Reading uh, verse 23, our seven minutes of reading here, we are still continuing with Jesus, who's currently in Nazareth, where he grew up, right? And in verse 23, it says, then Jesus said, you will undoubtedly quote me this proverb, physician, heal yourself, meaning do miracles here in your hometown like those you did in Capernaum. But I tell you the truth, no prophet is accepted in his own hometown. My, my, my. My, 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 Jesus, what words you have said. Why? Why, why is it that a prophet um, is not accepted in his home, <clears throat> excuse me, own hometown? Well, there's that spirit of familiarity that can creep in that can uh, try to block people's ability to receive from the vessel, right? We're all vessels. At the end of the day, we're all vessels willing, those that are willing to be used by God. We are vessels that give out understanding, that give out wisdom, that give glory to God and therefore drawing others to God. However, because of the vessel that we are, because of, you know, somebody could have grown, grew up with you and saw you back in the day. You might have been timid, shy, but now through Christ, you are vivacious, lively, and you just ready to be a bold proclaimer of the word. And you're like, oh, man, but I know who you were. Like, nah, mm -mm, mm -mm. that's just a front, right? They try to put Pull up all these blocks just to say what you're doing now isn't authentic, isn't who you are because of who you were. However, to be in Christ is to be a new creation, a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Ladies and gentlemen, get to know the new. They didn't get to know the new Jesus, the Jesus that was baptized, the Jesus that had the Holy Spirit descend on him as a dove, the, whole, the Jesus that was filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. They didn't get to know that Jesus. They were still holding on to sweet baby Jesus, right? Boo-boo and poop on himself and his diaper, Jesus, right? The Jesus that may have been clumsy, timid, shy. I don't know who Jesus was back in the day when he was young, but at the end of the day, they did. And because of who they knew him to be before he was empowered and filled with power by the Holy Spirit, which we can too, uh, they started to reject him. But at the end of the day, 
my, my, my. Don't let that be so. Don't let that be the case for you. It happened to me, and I had to overcome that, right? I had to overcome it by praying, God, please don't allow for this spirit of familiarity. Don't allow for who I knew a person to be to block, withhold, or stop who they are today and for me to be able to receive what they have to say. Like, don't let that be the case. Please, please, please. Amen. Right. That was my prayer. And I opened my eyes to be able to receive, to be able to honor and to be able to give a right place, a right standing in people's in my life that people then were able to have. And so verse 25, certainly there were many needy, needy widows in Israel in Elijah's time when the heavens were closed for three and a half years and severe famine devastated the land. Yet Elijah was not sent to any of them. He was sent instead to a foreigner, a widow of Zarephath in the land of Sidon. And there were many lepers in Israel in the time of the prophet Elisha. But the only one healed was Naaman, a Syrian. So here it is. At the end of the day, Jesus was calling things out. And as Jesus was calling things out, he was like, no, no, no. In Elijah's time, uh, there were many other widows. However, Elijah went to one and did miraculous works with that widow. In times of Elijah, there were many that were lepers. But at the end of the day, there was only one that was healed. Huh. Hmm. It says something. It says something about prophets. It says something about people filled with the power and presence of God when they go back to their hometown. It says a lot. It says a lot. Why? Why? Why are all these distractions coming about? God knows. End of the day, verse 28, it says, when they heard this, the people in the synagogue were furious. They was mad. They was like, hold on. Wait a minute. You're not going to just talk about us, Jesus, straight to our face. Like, hold on. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Jumping up. They was that furious. They started. They jumped up. They jumped up at Jesus. Wait a minute. They mobbed him. They jumped up, mobbed him and forced him to the edge of the hill on which the town was built. Oh, snap. These people were so furious. They rose up. They stepped up to Jesus. Mob form. And they intended to push him over. They was about to push Jesus over the cliff to kill Jesus. They was that furious with what he said, with the idea that no, 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 all y'all need a physician. However, none of y'all going to receive because of that spirit of familiarity. And they were so enraged. They were so angry at who Jesus was because they just was thinking, oh, this is just Joseph's son. Who is he to talk to me like that? Who is he to talk in this vernacular, in this way, with this authority? Like, who is he? They was about to push him over a cliff. Like, whoa, come on now. This is stuff that be happening in the Bible that you don't know about unless you read the Bible. (laughs) And then it says, but he, Jesus, passed through the crowd and went on his way. Jesus, oh my gosh, what a wonderful child, as the song would say. He was able to push through the crowd. He was able to get through the crowd and went on his way. They were so angry. And isn't that how it goes, right? We can be so angry. We can be so furious that we are missing what's actually happening around us, just as these people were. They were so angry, so furious, so mob-like, so, quote-unquote, unified in their anger that they missed Jesus passing right through them. They was probably like, ah, oh, push him, push him, push him, ah, oh, push him, push him, push him. And Jesus just walked right through about his way. My, my Lord. My, my Lord. Verse 31, it says, then Jesus went to Capernaum. So he had to leave. He had to leave. But Jesus talked about him going to Capernaum, doing different things, however, not being able to do things in Nazareth. Hmm. 
<laughs> Sounds like a prophet to me. Then <laughs> Jesus went to Capernaum, a town in Galilee, and taught there in the synagogue every Sabbath day. Every Sabbath day, Jesus taught in a synagogue. He was filled with the Holy Spirit. He was filled with power. And Jesus was by his father's work. And it says that there too, the people were amazed at his teachings for he spoke with authority. Jesus spoke with authority. What do you speak with? Right. And largely you speak with authority. You, you speak with assurance when you are sure of what you are saying, when you are sure of what you are delivering, when you are sure of the fact that if you say a thing, it's going to be so. Right. And just as Jesus talked with authority, let us, brothers and sisters in Christ, speak with authority when we are sharing God's word. We, we are sharing God's truth. Why? Because other are listening with the idea. Hmm. Let me see if they really believe what they're saying. Right. Let me let me see if what they say to be so about God actually takes place in their lives. Right. And when we receive the blessing, we receive the favor and we receive uh, the fulfillment of what God has said. Let's talk with authority. Right. Let's say God said this. I did that. And with that, God did this. Right. Let's start to speak. Right. Because we overcome one by the blood of the lamb. Jesus blood has already been shed. Thank you, Jesus. We can receive it. And the words of our testimony, the words of our testimony should be spoken and speck with authority in such a way that when people hear it, they're like, oh, snap. If God can do it for you, he can surely do it for me. Ty Tribute had a song. If he did it before, he can do it again. That's where that comes from, right? Ty was in his bag, was in his Bible when he came up with that song, which is why it goes so hard and did so well, right? But at the end of the day, when we speak with authority, great people, we draw others to God because they recognize and realize, oh, snap, it's some truth to what they are talking about. It's some truth to who they are talking about. And let me go and see about that truth. For we know that Jesus is the way, the truth and the life. Right. But at the end of the day, great people, I hope you have been blessed as we have read our seven minutes of the word. Right. We are just at verse 33, but it's all good. We maybe will finish chapter four next week or, you know, we'll read until we don't have time to read anymore. It's all good. The word is so good. It's so good. It's so alive and it's so applicable to our everyday lives that, hey, now just spend time in the word, bask in his presence. But with it all being said, great people, I love you all. I appreciate you all. Let me go ahead and do our prayer to seal what has been said. I thank you, Lord God, for your word. I thank you, Lord God, that your word is still living. It's still true. It's still uh, operational and it's still useful for our lives today. I thank you, Lord God, for the life that you live, Jesus. That was and that is a great representation of how we can live our lives today. I thank you that we should go where we are celebrated, not where we are tolerated. And I thank you, Lord God, that you will always provide us a way of escape. <laughs> In the midst of danger, Lord God, you will always provide a way for us to flee, a way for us to go, and a way for us to safely be in the place that destiny calls for us to be. I thank you, Lord God, that we are purposeful in the things that we say, purposeful in the things that we do, purposeful in the places that we go, knowing that there are people on the other end that are looking to receive that just what we have, Lord God. And I thank you that all is well. I thank you that we are a great representation of who you are. And I thank you, Lord God, that our testimony spoken with authority, spoken with clarity, spoken with assurance, Lord God, brings glory and honor to you and brings others to you as well. 
because if it had not been for the Lord on our side, surely we don't know where we would be. And I thank you that all is well. And for all that comes in contact with this particular show, it's in Jesus' name I pray. In the name above all names, amen, 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 great people. If you haven't already, if you could, if you would, smash that like button. I would greatly appreciate it. I do check them out as I check out the comments as well. Speaking of, if you have a repair request or something that you want me to pray in agreement with you for, please let me know in the comment section below. I will do just that. And uh, yeah, let's have fun. Let's continue to grow. My desire, my goal is to be in contact with 2,000 people each and every month. And so, um, yeah, this is me being present, knowing that you can receive with me as we are here each and every day, Monday through Friday. And so until next time, great people, I love you all. I appreciate you all. Peace.